Hello, brother. Um, yeah, I, I'm calling, you know, I have a story. I go by the name Baruch. That's my Hebrew name. Yes. Um, you know, I, I just wanted to explain to the people a situation that happened to me. Yes. And um, what the Lord told me at the end of the situation. Um, so basically, I'm a student at Howard University. I'm in a nursing program there. Mm-hmm. So for for so for the summer, I had a summer job that I got at Duke University. And when I went to the summer job, the only place that was available was Louisiana. So they had me, I had to catch two planes. I spent over a thousand dollars. And, you know, once you are at the airport, somebody's mm-hmm. supposed to pick you up. And um, th- th- there was nobody to pick me up at the airport. I was waiting there like two hours. And when mm-hmm. somebody finally came, it was one of the girls on the job who eventually, you know, helped to get me fired. But when I first met her, the spirit told me, like, my spirit rejected her. You know, she was um, basically like one of those coons on a job. And, you know, yes. she want to entertain. Yeah, she want to entertain the, um, the white people on the job and just. And they, know, sent, could, they know, sent her because she was to scope you out even before any actual interview or contact with the so-called higher ups. That's how it is. Yeah, and that's and that's exactly what I believe. So, um, so I'm I'm at the job. I'm 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 the only nurse there. There's supposed to be at least two nurses on the job. I'm working with over 300 children. Um, you know, because my girlfriend she actually works the same job, and but she's at a different location. So she's like, yeah, there's two nurses at my site, and you have somebody to to um, cover for you. Mm-hmm. So, um. But basically, you know, we would have these meetings and, you know, they would ask you questions, you know, little questions like what's your favorite show and try to get to know you. But I knew they were trying to scout and see who is a threat, you know. And um, like I said, I know how to conduct myself. Um, You know, I study books, Um, Mm -hmm. of course, the Bible first. Mm -hmm. You know, how how Daniel conducted himself wisely you know, in front of the kings, in front of Nebuchadnezzar, how um, Joseph conducted himself. So I, I know how to conduct myself. I read the words of Proverbs. I know, you know, when to speak, when not to speak. So I don't, um, you know, basically they, they don't use anything against me. And when I'm on a job, I do everything I'm supposed to do. Um, I, don't, I don't give them room, um, rooms for error to say you did this wrong. I'm on, I'm on work, on time. I always that's that's the way, you know, the you know, God wants us to be. Exactly. And you know that and that's exactly how I was on the job. So for about the first two weeks, they couldn't say anything um to me because I was doing everything I was supposed to do. If they wanted me to stay overtime, it was no problem, you know. Um so one day I went to lunch. I was missing breakfast and lunch. I was missing breakfast and lunch because I had no one to cover me. And you know what? I was like, I called my um, hiring manager. I said, look, I'm missing breakfast and lunch just to cover myself. And 
um, she's like, look, you got to go to lunch. You got to eat. So I did that to cover myself. So when I went to lunch, it's a, a site director at that site. Um, they have site directors at all the sites that goes through Duke University. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you, you, you're eating lunch. You're supposed to be in um, the room working. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm able to eat lunch, you know, um, you know, um, that's, that's my right to eat lunch, you know? So, um, ever since then, she basically like, it went downhill from there and she, she went behind my back and, um, while I was at lunch and was like, Oh, you left the cabinets open and you left it, you know, trying to find an excuse. And I said, at the end of the day is where I um, clean up, is where I get, you know, do my thing. So so I said, you know what, from now on, everything's going to be in alphabetical order, even, you know, as I work. Exactly. So, yeah. So, so um, that was the only thing she can say. And I corrected that in that moment, you know, because I'm like, you know, I'm a, I'm a clean up at the end of the day. You know, that's, that's how I work. Right. I was the only one there. It's it's hard to clean up as you work. I mean, you just do your work and then clean up one time, but it seems as though she was assigned to you like more than just on a casual. I mean, she was like assigned to you, like really nitpicking and you already knew she had to be reporting back. Yeah. I already, and the spirit told me the spirit, the spirit of God told me, you know, these people, you, you go in these environments and they smile in your face and the spirit is going to let you know that they full of crap. Like you, you, the spirit will let you know the white people that's, that's actually sincere. That's not really on a Donald Trump like mentality. Um, you know, and I don't, I don't want to say all of them. It's, it's a large portion of them. I will say, I'll probably say 90, 98%. You know, that's how I'm feeling right now. Um, <laughs> Such but... a low number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just playing um, yeah, it's all good. But, you know, the spirit told me how these people were. And my spirit was rejecting that place the moment I got there. And, you know, um, and the spirit is always right. And I didn't listen to the spirit. And because um, I'm going to get to what God told me. Um, but basically it went downhill hill from there. They started writing reports on me about, I, you know, and, and I'm the type, like I was saying, I was doing everything I was supposed to do. And, um, I had no idea that they was writing these reports on me. I had no clue. So basically, um, there's a contract that you sign be, um, before you start working and they're saying they pay you at the end of each month. So at the end of each month, they pay you. So they fired me probably like six days before I was supposed to get paid. And when they, and when, and when you get fired um, from these contracts, these satanic contracts, they can, they don't have the right to pay you. Like they could say, you know what? Um, you didn't, you know, you didn't meet our standards. And um, before they fired me, they had me at this table, this round table. And, you know, the managers is there. And they had like the CEO on the phone and, you know, just, they're saying, Oh, you didn't meet Duke's expectations. We're sorry. We have to let you go. 
and you know I'm like um wow can you tell me I said I said can you tell me what I've done wrong I said I never got any warning I said no one has talked to me I didn't do anything to get fired so he said um so when I asked him my offense he said we cannot disclose this with you this is exactly what this man told me we cannot tell you so he said there's nothing you can say he said, you have two hours to leave. Meanwhile, I'm in another state in Louisiana. I caught two planes to get down there. And sometimes they might charge you a fee if you um, take a flight early. You know, it might be a couple hundred dollars. And, you know, luckily, you know, I was able to get home. The lady only charged me $25. And um, But basically, when they let me go that day, I asked them for grace period. I said, you know, I caught two planes. Can right. I have some grace period to, to get my thoughts together so I can be able to go home? Right. They said no. Oh, they said wow. you 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 gotta leave, and they had the police waiting for me downstairs. Are you serious? Yes, they had the wow. police waiting for me, and they were like, um, yeah, like the police, like basically, if I didn't leave in two hours, they was gonna throw my stuff out, throw me out in the street, and um, you know possibly put me in handcuffs or kill me so i called my grandmother she was like um anytime you get fired and they're not giving you a reason and they have the police waiting for you get out of there as soon as possible yeah. and that's exactly what i did um yeah yeah so then i was going to write the president of duke university i was going right. to write him and tell him what is going on Mm -hmm. And, you know, the black people that were there, they were also being persecuted on the job, like the black women. And they were like, oh, if you if you need me, oh, you can count on me. I, I will, um, you know, so I said recently, this, this happened two days ago. I, I said, um, can I use your name as a reference when I write the president? And no the response. Changed. The tune changed. Yeah, the tune changed. Yeah. They'll talk behind the trees. No. That's how coons are. They'll talk in the shadows. But when it comes time to standing up together, and, and that's our problem as black people overall. We talk to talk, but it's time to get out on the field and execute the plans and execute the moves. And we have to know that some of us are going to catch some blows. You know, we just dissipate. We just weaken. We just, just you know, pitter out. Just like, no, no, I'm sorry. Just back out. It's crazy. It's a, it's a strange stronghold over that place. I mean, you know, people hate when I knock the South. But the thing is, is that, you know, coons and, and, and people who are into these things are all over the place. But especially in the South, man, and, and North Carolina has its own special. It, it's a weird cult like feel overall. Like there's a code there that that you're not supposed to violate and they could see it in you. It's on a spiritual level. It's not even just. Once you open your mouth, you lock eyes with these people and it's like they know you're different and already the clock starts ticking for your time to go from there. You, you, and I don't know what it is that you have to have to be considered one of them. It's like you have to come pre-defeated. It's like, you know, you have to be so, so void of, of drive, void of personality for yourself to stand up for what's right that you're just going in there in a submissive state, body language, speech, spirit, and they check you out. And they're not gonna let yeah. you into what they consider a good position or a good job unless you're sold out that way. That's why 
you don't have many people in those areas from what I see really bucking the system, really standing up. Those are some defeated yeah. slaves up there. Maybe I'm yeah, wrong, see, but tell was, me more. I was, I was in Louisiana, and I, and I got hired through Duke Tip. So down there, like, you know, my mother was like, I don't want you to go down there. Right. And, you know, and I was like, you know, I want, I, they paying a lot of money. And, you know, I want to take my lady out. And that's mm-hmm. how I was thinking. And, and the Lord says, um, let go from the mortal thoughts. And before, before I even went down there, the Lord told me, he said, don't go down there. And I, and I'm gonna say that's, that's, and that's what he revealed to me, you know, um, cause I forgot that he told me that he revealed that to me, um, a week after I was fired. Cause you know, it's, it's sometimes it's hard to bounce back, especially when you're like, what did I do? Like, you know, right. I did what I was right. supposed to do. And I was like, you know, God, I did what I was supposed to do, but he already told me don't go down there. And I went down there because I'm thinking of the carnal world, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I want to take my girl out. I want to do right. things for her and spend time with her, you know, and, 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 and man's steps are guided by the most high. And I didn't, I didn't listen. I tried to basically rebel. And, and that was the, and that was the backlash, even though they were wrong on their part and they will be judged for their part, you know, and you know, that, that's a message that, you know, when the Lord tells you to do something, you, you do it, you know, even this, um, thousands of dollars is, is dangled and you like, okay, I can make this money real quick and, and legit, you know, as soon as I went there, my spirit rejected everybody there. And, um, you know, that, that, and my mother was telling me and, and, and the Lord used my mother to tell me, don't go down there. And I, I you know, but, you know, as a man, as a young black man, you want to, you want to be a man, you want to have money, you want to be independent. Exactly. You know, um, so, you know, that's just what I would say that on my part, you know, because um, usually I take heed, but for some reason, you know, sometimes Satan, he'd come in and deceive you. And, you know, you're not really taking heed to what the Lord's telling you to do. And that's what he revealed to me. And, um, but that place, man, they, you know, they told me, um, they've been, they, they've been doing that to many brothers on the job. I, I get find them a week before they supposed to get paid and having them sign these contracts so they don't have to pay them. And, um, you know, I was, I was, I was dumbfounded off that. Um, uh, if they can get away you know, with something so, like that here in America, you know, here in the supposed America where things are fair and you see, a place like a Duke University, and you have to say, well, they have to be on the up and up. They can't be with this. This is just too big of a place. But this is what happens. This is what happens. It's the unwritten yeah. rule. Yes. And, you know, you think because, you know, I would, you know, outside the Bible, I would study, um, what's the book, The 48 Laws of Power, The 33 Strategies of War, The Art of War. And you think when you master these concepts and these principles, you think, oh, yeah, I'm going to be good because I know how they think. I know how they operate. But these books and these other philosophies cannot save you from white supremacy. Like, if they don't like you, it don't matter how thorough you come, how correct you come. There they're going to go. find a way. They're going, And that's exactly what they do. And that's, what, and that's my lesson that I got. It don't matter how thorough you come. If, if the Lord don't want you there, you will be removed. 
That's right. You know, got to be on not, point twenty four seven. Got to be on point twenty four seven. They find a a flaw in the way you a flaw in the way you eat. You know, <laughs> I was I was <laughs> I was taking I was you know everybody was taking thirty minutes when I you know because the white managers on the job they basically they punking you. They trying to punk every every person that, that's of color. They they on a the job punking them. Right. And you know me. You know, I wasn't being punk. I was respectfully like, you know, like, look, I have to eat lunch. You know, I have to be able to. I already called my hiring manager, um, you know, to cover myself. But, you know, when people make false statements on you and, you know, I'm like, wow, you know, and, and white people, they're very, they're very good with their words. So they know how to put things in writing to make it seem like you are the worst guy ever, you know, so... um they got me basically. Well, yeah, they well, got that's me. That's where you have to master their words over and above them when it comes time to putting things down on paper, when it comes time to yeah. speaking to them and know their tricks and tactics. Because all my life, I've had to deal with that. And they don't want to come at me. There's a couple of times where any fight you're in, you're going to get hit, even when you win. Yeah. But at this point, it's like they just leave me alone for the most part unless they're just running into me. I do what I'm supposed to do, but I'm out. You know what I mean? But if they want yeah. trouble and make it even worse, then, hey, they see I have the energy and the focus to be able to roll with them, and it will wear them down. I will wear them down, and I'm always ready for the attack. Always ready. Yeah. When I step out my door, I'm ready for the I'm, – I'm talking about ready for a fight. I'm ready for 10, 15, 20 of them to try to physically take me down. That's the intensity yeah. that I come with. I know that chances are that may not happen, but mentally, physically, spiritually, you have to be on point. You have to be strong. And when you're in your private space of your home or wherever it is that you call your home, no matter where the house is, you have to sharpen your blade and stay on point because it's not just a physical battle. It's not just a human nature thing. It's a spiritual thing down to the core. Trust me. Mm -hmm. And in this country, so many of us, come defeated already thinking that if I either emasculate myself or if I just act as though I'm no threat, no, you're a man and you had a righteous yeah. desire. You didn't say, I want to meet a woman and use her. You said, I want to get up and do something of note where I can. It wasn't just about taking your lady out, but it was on all fronts. But see, you know what it is with this system of white supremacy, you're not allowed to have those desires, nigga. Sorry, I'm not calling you that, but that's the feel of what it is here. You're not allowed to be yeah. a man like me. And when you walk as a man and you walk upright and you have real strength that flows from you, not this pseudo, I got some muscles and I'm a big, strong buck type thing, which is nothing wrong with muscles, right? But when it's down to the core, when they can tell with every step that you take that you're about truth, you're about your upliftment of your people, that's unacceptable, and you're automatically targeted even before they put pen to paper to come after you on these jobs or in the society. The way the cops look at yeah. you, the way the so-called supervisors look at you. You know, um, there, there are many there that may not appear to be with it, but they're aware of the system. It is by design. And so this is why I should have tell people this stuff is not by chance. When you go out in this system, especially as a black man and a black woman, but they give the black woman a pass if they don't support the black man. It is not cool right now to be a straight black male. 
it, it's it's not supposed to be in this country. And slowly but surely, there's a plan to get rid of all of us because we are the thread that hold together the black community and protect it together with all women. But with, with the women yeah. separately, it's not going to happen. So we got to be a race, but they'll damn sure take our culture. They love our music. They love our women. They love the food. They love all of this. So we can be their entertainers. We can be their pleasure centers. As long as we're there to serve them, they're cool with us to a point. When we want to step out of that and build for ourselves, we're a threat because our very existence is a threat to white supremacy because they know how is it going to be a white supremacist world if they're not around? You know, they're the minority soon. So this is why they're giving other races the honorary white card to help keep us down. You see, like they used to have the house niggas and they would help to keep the field niggas down. So now yeah. we have Asians and Latinos that, and, and Latino is not a race, it's a mixture. You see, so any Latino who has some black in them, they have to deny that also and act like it's not there, but they will give it to them first. That's why Obama set up the gays, LGBT, and Latinos because they are the buffer race. They are the ones that are going to keep things going even when Caucasian folks' numbers are down. They'll be the leverage to continue white supremacy. But black upliftment is not allowed. You're racist all of a sudden. You're a threat. You're not showing love to everybody else. And too many of us coons out here are so quick to jump on helping other people, which is nothing wrong with helping everyone in the perfect world, but it's not a perfect world. We're the last to get. So we need to be the first to help ourselves first. How are you going to pay the light bill of the person across the street when you're sitting in darkness? Now you have no more money. You paid everybody else's bills. And nobody's coming back yeah. to help you out. And that's what's, that's what's crazy. Like, you know, the part I'm going to say that hurt me the most is when these sisters was, oh, yeah, that's that's unfair. You know, you got treated wrong. But then it's time for them. For me, you know, all I wanted to do was use their name as a reference because, you know, they, they're high in the society. They got PhDs and masters. Um, but the two they know their role. Supposed to be on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. And when it when it's time for war, they 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 you know they they left us hanging, and and that's how it was. They were smiling in my face. Oh, you can um stay at my house if you know this this sister, one of the sisters was was going to allow me to stay at her house for a week, but I said you know what I have a girlfriend that's that's not that's not um that's not you know that's not going to be good for me. I'm a man, and that's not a good decision. You know this same sister who supposedly was bringing me food and my, you know, and, um, but when I had to really, you know, use her as a, um, you know, benefit because the mouth of two or three witnesses, everywhere should be uh, established. That's, you know, that's in the scriptures. And, you know, with these two witnesses that work there, if they can, um, back me up against the white supremacy that's going on, then, you know, I, you know, a change could possibly happen you know, or people can be more aware of it. But the fact that they were, you know, didn't even text me back, you know, I'm like, wow. And these sisters, you know, we was talking about the white people there, you know, how, you know, they racist and, you know, they smile in your face, but it's time for war. And, you know, they, they not your backbone, you know, you're supposed to be the black man's backbone. And, you know, just for you to vacate like that, man, I I was really hurt off that. Um, you know, because me, 
being a, a, a man of God and trying to follow God to the best of my ability, I'm going to stand up for righteousness. You know, it's, it's just like if you, if you are a, if you are a doctor or you working in the hospital and you see a doctor that's constantly killing patients, you're not going to say nothing because you're scared to lose your job. You're going to allow him to keep continue killing patients or, you, you know, it's, it's just, I don't, I don't, I think our people just, you know, our people's been pumped. Like our people, the, you know, the, um, you know, the scriptures say the most high did not give us a spirit of fear. And that's what we got. The spirit of fear. Exactly. And, um, it, it, it's just, it's just mind blowing to me. It's, you know, I, I definitely want this to end. Um, next year be 400 years. We'd be in this place. And, you know, I definitely want the Messiah to come back, but you know, um, because this is this this place is not right, um, and just like you know, I have no criminal record. You know, I have excellent grades, and but that doesn't matter. It doesn't um, matter, and, and, and never, never self check yourself. You can do. Look, as as long as your horse is pulling the cart of white supremacy, or the greatest thing in the world. But when they sense the spirit of love for your people, and the condition of your people, they can sense that. Because, see, they put yeah. out the, the baubles and the rubies and the jewels that you're supposed to jump over. And they could see in your eyes whether you are the type of person to sell out for what the little trinkets they give, what little status in the system that they give. I'm not knocking anybody who has achieved righteously much, but understand that when you do in this system up to a certain point, it's not just you. And too many of us that achieve in this system you know, we, we throw off on others who haven't. And, you know, that's wrong. And they learn eventually. They get that they get that wake-up call after a while. So they could sense that it's nothing that you have done. It's, it's just who you are down to your DNA. And, again, it's a spiritual thing because these people, they have all types of practices. And, like I said, unless you can be used to keep your own people down, if you are about standing up for yourself, from when you said you had the right to eat lunch, they suspected it from when they first saw you. It was already a wrap. But when you stood up that little bit and said that, they said, oh, yeah, okay. We can't get away with whipping him on other levels. We already see that this man is not going to reject Kunta Kinte and say, Toby, we, we, we already know. So the die was yeah. cast already from that point. So this is why also what I would suggest also in your walk, if anybody comes along with you and really supports you, fine. But be prepared to walk alone. When you find a real brother and sister, consider, consider it a blessing. You'll, you'll go through less disappointment. I'm not saying you are alone. No, there are many of us out here who will stand up for each other. But there's so many others out here who are pretenders and act like that to get information out of you to find out what you're all about on these jobs and in these schools or anywhere where there's some status in their system to be attained, there's always that person who's going to hang around you and act and, and align themselves with you so you can feel relaxed to open up what you're all about. There's always that yeah. situation. Yeah. There's a, oh yeah, man, oh, man, the boss is working us hard today and man, I can't say sometime, man, he gets on my nerves. How do you feel about that? And then when you go on and echo what they say, 
they go back and take it. Because see, they're they're ordained to say the bad things against the whole establishment or job or school. It's okay for that. That's part of their hustle of you. It's just like these black so-called leaders that never got elected into leadership status. You take a guy like an Al Sharpton. He's there to release the pressure of the people, the frustration by by speaking truth to so-called power. And we put our fists up and say, yeah, Al told him, he said it, yes. And it's back to business as usual. Let it go like a pressure cooker that's about to explode. That's what these many, many of these churches and many of these pastors, many of these so-called black leaders, that's their purpose. Because if they're about right and doing what's right for our people, they should be on the front lines constantly, not just a symbolic photo op where you go there and you're there and whatever. What about getting down to the nitty gritty? Follow the money. Follow the money. Where's the money coming, going to in the black church? Where's the money going to, you know, in these schools? It all goes right back to white supremacy and the bank of white supremacy, as my brother-in-law, Brother Keston, likes to say. I won't steal that term, right? But um, that's what it is. And when you think independent like me, I'm never selling out. Never. That's why you'll never see me with a gazillion hits. That's why you'll never see anybody coming to me as hungry as radio is. And people looking for people to have our shows here and there and and reach out. I'm not mad at anybody's success because I don't consider it a success when you have to cut who you are and cut your divine mission. But I'm not. But nobody's going to come to me and offer me anything. And if they did, they'd expect me to compromise who I am. And that's something I'm not doing. So I'd rather remain as I am underground, connected with brothers like you and other sisters out there. And we do our thing because I don't need the masses. All I need is one person at a time. And that's how we will maintain, have the real. There was a scripture in the Bible and I forgot exactly. Um, I'm having a a brain fart right now. But basically it said, I'd rather have a few with me who are really about it than a whole army that's lukewarm, basically. You know, So we don't have to have a gazillion people by our side. We don't even have to convince that many people. We just have to be right in our conviction and ready to die for it, ready to straight up die for it. And if I die, I'm taking some with me. And you will remember, that's the spirit because we're going to transition anyway. Let it be with honor. I don't want to live a life of servitude to a satanic so-called master. Let me serve the righteous creator inside of me because he's the one that gave me life and not anybody else. And the creator owns all of this. This is just for a fleeting moment. If you live to 80, 100, or 1,000 years, still, that's, that's a blink of an eye when compared to an eternity. This, is, this life is an assessment, uh, uh, evaluation test to see where you go, to see where you will be on the next level. This thing is so quick, man. It was just the other day yeah. when I was in high school, and I'm 55 years old now. It was just the other day when I learned how to ride a bike. When I go back to New York to my old neighborhood, I look at the trees. I'm like, that's the way the tree looked when I was a kid. This tree been around for a long time. You know what I mean? So yeah. you, we realize our mortality, but in our mortality, let's connect to the immortal and think that way. It's not just about what's here, but you're not going to let anybody take advantage of you. And I applaud you, brother, for standing tall and actually learning from this. And, and there's more to come, but you're more than ready for it. But be prepared. 
to stand alone and fight the fight, but you're never alone because you have the most high with you. And that's all you need. Okay. Okay. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, brother. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm um, going to say God bless. But before I go, um, Tupac said a quote. He was like, you know, um, I was looking at this yesterday. He was like, trust nobody, you know, trust nobody because the same people, you know, you, you helped out, you know, when it, when it's, like I said, it's time for war, they scared, right? you know, um, you know, so, you know, basically stick to yourself. And, and that's basically, uh, um, one of the things that resonates with my mind right now that makes sense. Like, you know, the next time I'm in an environment, like, I'm going to just stick to myself. Even the black people that come up and, like you said, that's complaining about the job, they could have been, you know, the, the agents inside, you know, because um, that, that actually is what happened to me, you know, the, both of the both of the sisters. And they possibly they could have been agents, you know, and, um, oh, yeah, he said this about you and he said this. And, yes, they are. And, you know, definitely. You know, um <laughs> yeah that's that and you know never never again you know and and the lord the lord is just shaping us into that perfect soldier he wants us to be you know because when 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 the day of restitution comes and the lord comes back um they gonna have to answer even the coons man they gonna get it the worst you know um but i'm gonna i'm gonna just i'm gonna just go because i gotta um you know help my family out yes indeed and it's been a pleasure Appreciate speaking you. with you and hopefully, Likewise. you know, in the spirit, we talk again and have yes. spiritual conversations. And, you know, I'm going to say God bless you, brother. God bless you, too. You're welcome anytime. Call me anytime. Anytime you have anything you want to share, hit me up anytime. You know the number, 407-590-0755. I'm always here with you. And um, text a call. And um, you've been a blessing. You opened my eyes to a lot of things. And uh, let's just continue to fight. All right, brother. God bless you. God bless you. Peace.